Yes, 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 people. We are back with another big team talks. The place where we discuss things that are happening in football, interesting topics, trending, trending news, and much, much more. We want to get into the insight and into mind into not only just footballers, but Christian football as well. Obviously, I'm joined by uh one and only founder, the El Capitan, John Bostock. How are you doing, John? I'm doing well, KJ. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. And also good. we joined by our brother. We love him. Man of the energy, man of God, man co-host, like co-host. Kenji, bro. And co-host. Yes, family. I am here. I am here. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the conversations that we're going to be having, man. Yeah, of course. Let's just like deep dive straight into this, guys. So mm. today's topic is surrounding a player. We're going to use a player as a case study and... Mm. Um, just to describe him real quickly, he he started off very well, started off on fire in the lower leagues, got his move to a Premier League club. Sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> he is not John, by the way. He's not John. He's almost uh, we talking about you, John. John. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he got his move and he was flying high. And then for some reason, somewhere in his career, something changed, something happened, and. The, the rise and fall of this player is something that many people will be talking about and still are talking about uh, right now. And that player is Deli Ali. Now, Deli Ali, we all know, super talented, super um, majestic when he's on form. But mm. his career has not really gone the way that many of us expected. Maybe other players, especially me as a, as a football fan, looking at his ability and everything that he, he was doing. We're very, we're very shocked at how his career has panned out, and we we've come in today just to have a conversation about it and 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 really see and dive into this. And you young footballers out there, you young people out there, listen to this. What can we learn from Delia's career? So I'm just going to ask it straight. How can someone who's so talented, the start of his career was so good, just seem to have fall off the way that he has? He's gone from Doncaster, uh, no, MK, sorry, not no. Doncaster, MK. MK Dons, Spurs, mm. then now to Everton and Besiktas, where he's now injured and no longer can play. So, where's it? Where, what's happened, guys, in your opinion? Go on, John. No, go for it, Kenji. Go. Yeah. No, for me, like, when I look at Deli Ali's career, you know, and what he's achieved already, you can already see, like, listen, the things that he's achieved, like, n- not many players um, are willing, are able to even achieve that or pray, pray every day for to, to be able to achieve it, but don't. And I think for someone with his ability, um, there's, I've seen so many players with a lot of ability growing up, um, being at Manchester United in the, in the academies, you know, with guys with an unbelievable talent. Um just one, for example, like even Ravel Morrison, for example, like having so much ability, but just not fulfilling the talent that we all saw and what, you know, the, the world um, didn't get to see for what the talent that he's been given. And there's so many factors that can that can really be on that. But I, to be honest, like how I feel about the situation, I feel really sad about it because you can just see like he he has the ability and I think he's just crying out for, for, for actually just the opportunity to be playing football. And I, and I don't see him playing with that same smile on his face that he used to or that same um, dynamic 
playing style that he used to play as when when he was at, when he made that step to Spurs, like when he really was progressing um, into that play and getting into the England team and stuff like that. Like I've not seen that same um, that same Deli Ali as back then. Now. Um, and I don't know what that comes down to. There's so many factors that can that can make that happen. But I, you know, it's confidence. You don't know what's going on in his life. You know, there's so many factors that can that can play a part. Um, but it also shows the demand of footballers. You know, like one day you can be the the best in the world. The next day you can be forgotten about, and there's someone else that's going to take his place. Um, because there's there's a lot of talent in in football. You know, there's a lot of players that. Um, that have the ability that uh, that everybody speaks about. You know, at the moment it's all about Jude Bellingham. You know, he's the he's the he's the one in line. Before that, it was it was Jaden Sancho. You know, he was the one everyone was speaking about. And then what we're so quick to then say, oh, he's not really at the levels that he's that he once was. And you know, and this and and we're so quick to um, to speak to speak negative about players um, when we don't know the reasons for what they're actually going through and and, and dealing with. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm feeling right now, man. Great point, Kenji. John, what, what, what are you feeling? I think it's important for our listeners just to hear a bit of a background story for myself and also also Kenji. Um, so me and Kenji, we're, we're professional footballers. Um, we've been in the game for many, many years now. Like Kenji said, we've been around players of huge amounts of talent. Um, and so the question you asked, KJ, you said, how can a player of such great ability and so much talent fall off so badly? It's really important that the listeners understand that there are so many factors that go into a human being, not just a mm-hmm. footballer. So many factors that go into a human being functioning and actually um, thriving. Now, Delhi Ali's, and look, this is what you guys are going to hear over the next however long we're in this podcast is, it's we're using Delhi Ali as a reference point for all of us, all of us in that we all go through ups and downs in our lives um, and that people have their opinions. And it's how you come mm-hmm. through what you're going through will determine your altitude. And so, listen, I don't know Delhi Ali personally, but it's, I love him as a footballer. I'm sure he's mm-hmm. a wonderful guy. And this is just to encourage others actually going through stuff that, don't look to people's opinions um, because they and and be very very slow to judge because you don't know what someone's going through. Kenji mentioned yeah. earlier you don't know what he's going through personally, but one thing I will say I've played with, um, some incredibly talented players as a younger player coming through, and those guys aren't playing football anymore. So mm-hmm. one thing I would say is that talent is never enough. Yes, talent is never enough to sustain a life as a successful athlete. I want to I'm, I'm going to keep going with that. Talent is never enough to sustain a successful career in any field. Yeah. Now, what Delhi Ali had, he came into the game as a fearless, young, wonderfully talented, boisterous player, and he took the game by complete shock. Like he was like a breath of fresh air to the Premier League. People were singing his praise, and his ascendancy was without any, 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 any hurdles. Mm. MK Dons, he was running the show. Ken Tottenham. I mean, if you look at some of the stats he put up in his first one or two seasons, we're talking, uh, and we've got them right here. Actually, I can put them on the screen while you're talking. John. Yeah, we're we're talking numbers that would embarrass Steven Gerrard, numbers mm. that would embarrass Frank Lampard at the at the age of that Deli Ali was playing. Wow. And so, I mean, look, you can see here, um, 
what what's the what's the first year we've got we've got uh 14 15 in the in league one at a young young age scoring 16 goals in the league and nine how old was he then so he uh, would have been would have been what? like 17 17 17, 17. wow mm. and 15 16 mm. in the premier league so literally he's almost mirrored the same stats in the premier league as league one so he's taken to wow. the best league in the world like a duck to water wow and he goes to continue to do well um but one thing I will say is that in Ballers in God, we have some incredibly talented young players who are going to go and have an incredible career. We've seen this year some players break through and play mm-hmm. for the national teams. But one of the words that we say and we often encourage our young players before they hit the mountain peaks is that you need endurance. You yes. need endurance. And it's so important that your character, or let me rephrase that, that your talent doesn't take you to a place that your character can't keep you so good and we often see that we often see that in life where someone with a wonderful gift or a talent their talent quickly exposes them to the limelight or puts them in the place where their character is not prepared to keep them and this is not any you know uh uh, dirt on Ali's character but what players go through in terms of the limelight and attention it's not normal that's true it's, it's, it's not normal. Like That's not no. normal life. And that's why you see some of the biggest celebrities, they crumble because they're actually being worshipped. And whenever wow. you put them, a man in a figure or a position to be worshipped, that man's going to fall because that, that, has, that has never been the position a man should be in. We are worshippers mm-hmm. of, of God. And that's why this podcast is so good because we're talk, talking about current football topics but from a faith-based perspective. I'm not so you know, and so we're going to kind of give you a biblical stance on, on on our view on some of the current topics. So listen, the higher you go, the further the fall. And you can fall from any level. So how can a player of such oh, good ability yes. fall? Any of us can, you know, but mm-hmm. I think that there has been some uh, off-field things that have impacted his performances. And I'll be the first to hold my hands up. That's happened many times in my career. I've gone through some really tough mm-hmm. moments and yeah. you try your best to let the pitch be an escape. Do you know what I mean, uh, Kenji? But, yeah. but you can't, you, you can't, you can't hide it, you know? Yeah. You know, you know what it is from a fan's perspective? Like, obviously we would love to be in a position that you guys are in with just the enough ability to make it a career. So I think a lot of people see that and see someone's career who's so talented and be like, oh, if I was them, I wouldn't have done mm. X, Y, and Z. And that's not necessarily true. We can never know what we would be in a different position if we had a certain amount of fame, talent, um, accolades. We, we just don't know. So so I understand that point. I was like, we as, as just fans, we, we would never fully understand the pressure and the weight that comes with being a footballer. But at the same time, it's like, but if you're out there doing things that we know you're not supposed to, especially in the field that you're in, in being an athlete, physically, you need your bodies to be in the best state possible. And if you're out there uh, partaking in in recreational uh, drugs, out there uh, spending time partying, spending late nights Mm -hmm. all the way through your career, as young as they are, and we need to protect these young footballers, for a a lot of fans, it's, well, where's this mentality that footballers speak of having being strong where is the discipline that takes you from being any other footballer to being the top like how important is 
that mentality and that discipline, how important that in, in your career? Because many people look at him and be like, well, the reason why he's gone so go far away, he lacks discipline and he lacks the mentality to do so. KJ, this is huge what you're bringing up right now, bro. Mm -hmm. And I just want to really take this uh, for a second because I've been through um, challenges in my career. And when challenges occur and when challenges come and you don't know what to do, it's tough. Like my whole life, I have dedicated my whole life to being a professional footballer, doing everything in my power to improve myself, doing everything in my power to, to get better. But now it's getting to a point where I'm on the bench. I'm not getting the opportunity to play. And there's people that rely on me. My family, you know, they're, they're relying on me. They're my, my, my wife, she relies on me. Um, there's certain things, there's certain things that I want to be, I want to provide, you know, and if I don't play, then how am I going to provide for my family? How, what am I going to do? And it's so difficult to manage all these emotions when you feel like the coach isn't playing you and you've taken it personally and you're taking it like, well, he doesn't like me and all of these different things that you make up in your mind um, to make sense of, of a mm. situation that's happening. And for me, it was like, I got to a point, I went on loan to Holland. I just made my Premier League debut at Swansea and I went on loan to Holland. And as I went on loan, I was like, now it's my time to blow. Like, I can't wait to play. I had multiple conversations with, um, with the coach that was out there and he was promising me a lot of things and sharing with me, this, you're going to play here and after this season, you're going to blow again. And we had such a good conversation. I get there and I'm on the bench. Yeah. Now I'm on the bench. I'm thinking, what am I going to do myself? So what I would do in order to take away the pain that I was feeling is to go out and drink. Mm -hmm. I used to go out and take and go out night to a nightclub to try and forget what I was actually going through and dealing with. What I was doing, I was seeking love and validation from other women because I wasn't having that in football. I only see that now in hindsight. You know, but at the time, it's like, I just want to get, I'm, I'm just distracted. Mm -hmm. And then from that, like from not getting the minutes on the pitch, then what that turned into is gambling. Because gambling was the only thing that made me feel that buzz that I was, made me feel a little bit towards that buzz to yeah. what I felt on the pitch, the butterflies, you know? And I shared this on, 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 our, on my podcast episode as well. You know where which will be which will be dropping soon as well. But this these are the things that I experienced because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle what I was going through, and that's why like it's so easy to see someone's situation and judge yeah. someone's situation and say I would do this, I would do that when you don't know what it is like to live it. You don't know what it's like what we sacrifice every day. You don't know what it's like to. Um, to dedicate your life to something and not get the result for it at the end of it and keep going and have to keep going because this is what you believe you'd be called to. And it's so difficult, especially as um, a believer now, it's like now you've got a, um, a bigger responsibility. And, yes. as I, and as I understood from that, and anybody that's listening to this right now that might be in this situation right now, you are more than just a player. And that's something that we share in Ballers and God. We're way more than just players. Because our identity isn't in what we do. 
And there were so many times where I wouldn't go to a certain cafe if we had lost. Because mm. it's like, I, I, I didn't really have a vow. I didn't really feel like I could laugh. I couldn't really feel like I could smile. Yeah. I was angry. So I couldn't have that shine. And it was like, God, God took me through a process where it was like, Kenji, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be, you don't have to do anything. You're already enough of who you are. And that's, and that's why I want to encourage anyone that's listening to this and might be not feeling worthy or might not feeling valued or might not be where they desire to be. That doesn't change the value that you have inside of you. That doesn't change the way that God sees you. So, yeah, that's just what I wanted to share as well, because you never know what people are going through and dealing with. Mm. Great point. Really good point. And but on the flip side, KJ has asked us, as a professional footballer, people looking up to you, you've got this responsibility, you've got this platform, like, why are you abusing it? Mm. So there is that, you know, question that I, I understand why fans ask this question. Like, you've got the whole world, like, why are you throwing it away? Why aren't you pushing on? Why have you not got a mentality of one of the older players or whatnot? Mm -hmm. But I've known in my own life and in other players' lives, you see when the media are saying, oh, he needs to focus on his football, he needs to go through, he needs to like take it back to where he was before, he needs to get rid of all these distractions, the fashion. I remember what he wore to Everton when he signed. You're like, yeah. what, are, um, what are them trainers? Uh, Lambins. The Lambins <laughs> and the big, big laces. People like, he looks, some, I heard fans say he looks like a homeless guy. <laughs> but 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 that's the fashion. I thought the drip was nice, but maybe not for the signing, but like it was, uh, it was a talking point. <laughs> but I know personally, there are times when football is the last thing on players' minds. Mm. like that's like you're telling me to perform and go back to but I'm dealing with something and I don't know how to deal with it and so I'll turn to things that give me an escape and it reminds me of a verse actually in uh, in Isaiah chapter 55 and uh, in verse 2 um, the prophet Isaiah he says he says why do you spend your money for that which is not bread mm. and your labor for that sorry and your labor for that which does not satisfy and so, like, the Lord questions us, like, why are you going after things that do not satisfy? Naturally, we all go after things that for a moment satisfy and give us a pleasure or an escape. But there is no lasting pleasure there. There's no lasting treasure. There's no lasting, uh, Kenji was talking about that identity. And so when you see a player going through something that he's gone through, then that's kind of evidence that maybe he's put his identity in football, like something that we've all mm. done. And when football isn't going well and people are the people who, who once loved you don't love you anymore and their opinion of you being great isn't great anymore, then you start to question, well, what am I then? Who am mm -hmm. I then? And the wonderful truth of this verse is the verse one of Isaiah 55 says, God says, come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and he who has no money, come buy and eat, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. So when people are searching in women or gambling mm. or in alcohol or in escape or balloons, like we've seen in the press recently, they're actually looking for more. And that more is actually Jesus. They're searching for the one thing that can satisfy them. And I, I listen, I've played with some incredibly, I, I mean, I played with Ballon d'Or winners in my oh, career. Wow. And I played with some players who have earned so much, multiple millions of pounds, but they're still searching for more. Wow. And so imagine this, you put a broken man or broken person in the limelight and all of his ups are in the limelight and all of his downs are in the limelight. 
it's not going to be a pretty picture. And listen, I'm not here saying that I'm fixed completely and I'm one, I'm amazing, but I know that you see all the people judging Deli Ali saying I shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be doing that. They're broken as well. Because mm-hmm. if you truly understood what he's going through, or if you truly understood, you know, what people actually like, then you'd be very slow to point a finger and go, ah, oh, he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, and listen, I'm, I'm not condoning anything Deli Ali's done, you know, or, or, or not condoning it. I'm just saying that we should be very slow to point the finger because people go yeah. through things and actually everyone is searching for Jesus. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. There's a God's uh, shaped space in everyone's heart that can only be satisfied with the love of God, you know? And so um, I, th- that's my response to that KJ, if I'm honest with you. Huge. No, it's fair enough. And that, and that's, and that's the side of, of footballers that we don't get to see. Um, and we probably would never see unless we get the, the documentaries, the autobiographies, these podcasts, the mm-hmm. that's when we get to see. And this is why Ballers and God decided to do these things because we get to, as fans, we get to get the insight that we probably would never get anywhere else. And that from an insight, not just any old footballer, someone who's been doing the game for so long and, and talking about their past and football only, but also from a personal life and Christ aspect as well. So thanks for sharing those things, guys. And I appreciate that. And it gives me more of an understanding that, yeah, listen, everyone is just a person. You know what I mean? Everyone goes through the different things. Loads of people probably react the same way Deli Ali does, but no one looking at them, no one checking for them because they're just a normal person. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we really need to, as fans, I think we really need to sometimes take a step back and really think, consider the personal side of this 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 footballer this footballer's journey you know and and we'll get to learn a lot more if we do that um but talking about documentaries talking about knowing somebody um famously during the documentary of all or nothing the spurs edition uh jose Mourinho, who's deli Alli's manager at the time had this this conversation that that, that blew up like everyone most people have saw it uh, if you have not, go check it out because it's, it's a very interesting conversation for him to have with Deli Ali, especially at the age that he was at the time as well. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read his quote out what he said to him, and he goes, he says, "I am 56 now, and yesterday, yesterday I was 20. In no time, time flies. One day, I think you will regret if you don't reach what you what you can reach. I'm not expecting you to be mad at match every game." I'm not expecting you to score goals every game. I want to tell you that I think you will regret. You should demand more from you. Not me demanding more from you. Not me, nobody, you. Mm-hmm. I think you should demand more from you. And obviously that's coming from one of the best managers we've probably seen in the game in Jose Mourinho. And my question from hearing that is, is, is Jose right? About about Deli Ali, or is he misunderstanding what one of his players go through? Because I'm pretty sure you've had managers that probably don't fully understand you, probably don't know you as well as some of the other players. So, where do you think this interaction lies with uh, Deli Ali and Jose? So, for me, like I see that. Obviously, we have to see it like Jose Mourinho is working with him every single day. 
he sees him every day. He sees his character. He sees what he, you know, what he does when things aren't going well, what he does when things are going good, when, you know, what extra things he's doing in the gym or whatever, you know, whatever. I'm just giving a, a thing like Jose Mourinho sees him every day. Um, so he's given his perspective of what he sees for Delhi Ali. And I like the way he phrased it, because he, he said, not for me, but for you. I see this for you. And now Deli Ali can take it in a way of how he wants to take it in his life. And if this means something to him, because sometimes what someone says to you is actually not for you. And that's why only he knows if it's for you or for him or not, because there's certain things that coaches told me that definitely weren't for me, but there's certain things that coaches told me that definitely were for me, but I didn't take it that it was for me at that time, you know? So I think there's, there's obviously things that Jose Mourinho saw in Deli Ali that he felt in his heart to share with him. And it's for Deli Ali to take the, the way that he needs to take it in order to improve as, as a player and then to improve as a man. Um, because at the end of the day, he shared like, this is, this is for you, you know, it's, it's, it's for your career, like what you want out of your career. And he felt like if you carry on what you're doing, you're going to regret it. Um, because he saw something in his, in, in how he was working, what he was doing that, he felt that he would regret and only Deli Ali knows <laughs> mm. only he knows man of, 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 of that. So that's how, that's what I see in that man. Yeah. I, I was just looking for a verse actually. Um, it's really important that we always take our opinions to the word of God when, when you know, where possible. Really um, but like the, but the, but the, you know, the scriptures talk about how we are supposed to submit ourselves to authority. Like God's put level, mm. people in authority over us, even, bad authority at times the way we honor authority is the way that we honor the lord and look jose Mourinho, like you said kj is probably one of the greatest managers ever to especially be in the prem now mm. he has more experiences in dealing with players than Deli ali's actually been a player like he has yeah. seen players come seen players go worked with some of the greats i mean he worked with r9 at barcelona he's worked with some of the great like he's seen talent mm -hmm. you know he's, he's seen it all mm. now he's seen something in Deli ali and you know what that 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 uh that message he said to him is that's, that's a haunting message. It's a deep message, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. He's actually saying like, if you don't change something in your character, or you don't change the 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 co coordinates of your of your satnav, you're gonna regret. Like you'll have a good career, but you're gonna have regrets. And listen, I'm saying this from a player's perspective. Of, I had regrets in my career, you know, stuff that yeah. I could have dealt with and stuff that I couldn't outside of my, you know, my my own power. But this is so important for players, especially Christian players, to understand. Just because you pray, just because you have faith, and just because you have talent, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a success. Mm -hmm. And listen to this. Just because God desires you to be a success doesn't mean you'll be a success. You know, I've heard people say like stuff like, oh, um, uh, God's will will be done, and it will be. Mm. Or, or, you know, uh, it was, uh, people say stuff like, oh, um, what is for you won't pass you by. But that's not biblical. We see in scripture how the enemy can come in and he can disrupt destiny. And so God is sovereign. So he believes that he is all powerful, but he's also given people responsibility. And so we are responsible to cultivate and use and utilize and invest our talents and gifts in a way that will actually honor God and uh, 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 maximize our potential. So this is a wake-up call for myself and everyone listening to this, that actually the law 
of the of, of the word of God is what a man sows, he shall also reap. reap. So mm -hmm. if you are sowing laziness or slackness or comfort, because the whole uh, underlying tone that I was getting from Mourinho when watching that documentary was that Deli Ali he's in the comfort zone, mm -hmm. and the comfort zone with his talent can get him far. It can get him to you know, it's got him to or kept him at you know high level, but he will look back and he could maybe have millions in the bank and have a great career, but he'll look back with regret thinking, I could have done more. Mm -hmm. And so this is like a question I've said all listeners is, could you be doing more? Could you be doing more of your, with, with your gift, your talents? Could you be doing more with, you know, people listen to, you might be a teacher or I don't know what field you're in, but could you be doing more with what you've got? Like someone's once said, the way you do this, the way you do something is the way you do everything. And the mm -hmm. Bible says in First Corinthians 10 31, it says, Whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. So any young footballer listen to this. You see the way that you go to training, see the way that you train, see the way that you talk, see the way that you carry yourself, see the way that you everything that you do can be either worship to God or actually detrimental to your life. So I think Jose Mourinho is bang on, and you need people around you who are not just yes men. Because I've seen mm -hmm. players with people around them, they're just yes men. They just tell them what they want to hear. Friends who may be, you know, getting kickbacks off the, a player's lifestyle. They're afraid to tell people the truth because of the of the, of the the reaction. But Jose Mourinho, in front of everyone on, on flipping Amazon Prime, <laughs> he told him the truth. And the truth hurts, you know? Mm. Now, it does. It kind of reminds me of my dad, to be fair. My dad don't. But I don't care about how I feel sometimes, you know. A man would just tell me straight, yo, son, if you want to get to X point, you need to put in X work and you're not doing that. So so yeah, we all we all need that sometimes. And people have their opinions of obviously of, of Jose as well, but you can never fault his desire for to get the best out of his players. You can't. Yeah, that's you true. Can't. You may, that's a good point. You may we argue um how he does it. Does it work in the modern game? All these different questions, but all he wants to do is get the best out of his players, get best out of the team and and win. And those mm -hmm. kind of people are invaluable uh, in life. So, yeah, uh, don't look at the man sometimes. Look at, listen, don't look at the man, listen to the words. And then sometimes you'll come out with some wisdom that if you, if you want to, you, you can, you can take forward in your life. So, yeah. Um, point, man. Wonderful, a wonderful chat there. So we've, we've kind of looked at, uh, Delhi Ali, we've, we've gone in a little bit of, of why and where things could have gone, um, why they are the way they are, they are now. If Delhi was in front of you right now, guys, um, what would advice would you give him to to get his career in a, into a place where you can say, yeah, your talent befits the career that you are now, so the path that you are now. So yeah, what advice would you give him if he was in front of you right now? You see, 99% of the public can't chat to Deli Ali about talent or ability. <laughs> and the way I would talk to Deli Ali is the way I talk to any person. I would, I would encourage them in the biggest part of anyone's life, which is their, their character. And I believe that if your character isn't rooted in Christ, even let's say, look, even, so even Messi, for example, Messi is a gone on he's the best player. Someone in this, someone in this, in this, uh, in this podcast, played against him recently, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think it was me. Maybe in a five-a-side or something, but, you know. No, we're not talking about FIFA. It's not FIFA, KJ. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, with all jokes aside, like, even Messi, yeah, like, he's had the best career ever. But still, what I was 
harking on about earlier, that longing. If you don't know Jesus, though, even if you've had a great career, there's still that longing. However, yeah. I would encourage Delhi Ali, and and I, I think the biggest thing is, is 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 to go to the root of it, like and really uncover that. And that takes time. That takes time. That really takes time. But I think that when you battle in your own strength, you have to rely on your own strength for results. And so my encouragement to anyone, not just Delhi Ali, anyone, is that why don't you trade your strength for Jesus' strength? Mm. Like trade it like if you start to rely on the power of God for things and start to rely on his grace and the Bible says it says I boast in my weaknesses because when I'm weak then I'm strong like you know how powerful that yeah. is that's such a that's such a kind like like it's so counterculture we have to try and show we're strong to be strong but the Bible says when I am weak then I am strong it's because when we understand his weaknesses we don't try to hide them we bring them before God and he gives us his strength in in exchange for them so I would so encourage Dele Ali in, in, in the things of God. And I actually know someone who shared, you know, Jesus with Dele Ali before. Um, wow. uh, I won't share how it went because um, that's obviously personal. But, you know, he's heard about the things of God. And I, I would encourage any player, you know, especially someone who's in the limelight a lot, is to come off of that and come away, come down off that mountain and really, you know, um, consider trading your strength for Jesus because it would it would really it would make a difference, you know. And, you know, I'm going to quickly say this because I know I've spoken a lot, right? I fell out of love of football at the age of 21, where I was going to quit instead of retiring. It's because I lost my passion for the game. I fell out in love with the game that I loved with all my heart. It's because I made the game something that it wasn't anymore. And I think that if you just put Deli Ali on a pitch, it took all the limelight, all the money, all the opinions out of it. He was just like a little kid back at MK Don's kicking ball. And I think that's the process of getting back to that place where it's just football. It's just the, the gift that you love again. So it can be a process, but anyone watching this, maybe you've lost your passion for whatever you've, you're in. Like, what was it that made you fall in love with it in the first place? Mm. Mm. I love that. And even just to add on to that, it's like, why do you do what you do? Because once you get to that root of why you're doing what you're doing, and keep asking yourself that question. You know, you get one answer and keep going deeper within yourself. Because once you get to that root of it, like you said, John, you you realize you can't do it in your own strength. <laughs> you know, you can't do it in your own strength. And that's what the journey that uh, that God's taken me on as well. Um, and I just, that was so wonderfully shared there, John. And, and I just want to add on to that. It's like, you are not what people say about you. There's so many times where pe uh, someone would say something about me. Like even, I'm going to share something, right? There was a coach that I had that said, uh, you don't defend. So people that know me, like, nah, you do. You like you, you actually, you, you get about, you know, you, you, you're defending in the national team. They say, I do defend. However, the players started to believe that I don't defend. And as the players started to believe that I don't defend, I said, okay, I don't defend. And now I, I actually then became that person to not defend. So I'm sharing this to basically say that you don't need to become what someone says about you because it's really, it's, it's, there's a fine line between that. And that's why you got to continue to remind yourself of who you are, of who you are in Christ and who you are in yourself and who you believe you are. So I just wanted to add that as well, John, um, from Powerful. what you just beautifully shared there. That's brilliant. Thank you guys. And, um, just just to finish off, like as a fan, it's very easy to look at you guys and be like, 
you guys should be doing this and should be doing that and it's it's a lot easier than you guys are making out to be and hearing these stories from from you guys and your personal lives it makes me it makes me just be like okay you know what yeah how many times in my life have i gone through something bad or something difficult and i've not and i've not stepped up to the plate i've not held the standard that i know i can or should be holding and it's mm. all the time so if that is just yeah. me how much more someone on a pedestal that man puts them on it's hard Great it point. is very very hard and yeah it's a very good point delhi ali is going through something that we can't see many people maybe even around him can't see because it's internal and i think yeah. instead of doing all these all this bashing of his career and, and him as a person and me as a player i think as fans we need to actually start galvanizing again uh, around players and not not coddle you guys like i say not be yes men and everything's okay when everything's not okay but really start to come from a place of love and be like actually you know this is what we see from Good. from our perspective we're letting you know this but we are here for you to come back and Deli Ali's career is not finished. It, there's still mm-hmm. life in it left. And it, if he wants to grab that and take it, we know he's got the ability. We know he's got the talent to get back onto what he can do. So, so yeah, fans, player, people who are not players or aspiring to be players, listen, listen to what these guys are saying and adjust the way that we view footballers because they are more than players. They're not just yeah. players. They're not FIFA robots. They are genuine humans who go through as much as we do. You know what I mean? It might just look nice sometimes because they are flying out to wonderful places, playing against Messi and having <laughs> wonderful fun times. <laughs> but for the most part, they are literally like us. So guys, please, let's look at that and let's see how we can encourage the, the players as much as they encourage us with their wonderful performances, their goals, their assists and the joy that so they bring good, us man. to the pitch. Like, let's look at that because together, I think John has said it before, I think Kenji said it before, the connection between fan and players, that can strengthen anybody. Mm. The, that can improve anybody. So let's True. look at how we can improve that bond instead of trying to find ways to dismantle it. Um, but yes, guys, um, Powerful, I've, enjoyed, bro. I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed today's yeah. little team talk. More to come. Yeah, We wish we had more time, but we uh, unfortunately do not. But do not worry, guys. As the season goes on, as the summer goes on, as things are happening in the world as football as it always does, we will always be around to have a team talk. Absolutely. I like it. And, and you know what, also guys? Anything... Sorry, sorry, John. Go on, go, go on, on, go on, go on. No, if there's any if there's any topics that anybody you know feels on their heart as well, like put it in the put it in the comments. We'd love to know, and we we can get on here and speak about the topics or people that you that you might have on your heart. Absolutely, and just in closing, guys. I mean, this has been such a great talking point, and we've spoke, we've spoke, but and KJ has raised such a great point. Try to encourage players. How do you do that? How practically can you actually have an impact in someone's life? Well. I want to invite you right now to understand maybe a position of power you have that maybe you didn't realize. Prayer. You see when you see a headline of someone or going through something or even your family, you see a situation that doesn't look quite right or someone's struggling. Instead of making it a talking point in your WhatsApp group or banter in a changing room, I want to encourage you and actually challenge you. 
make it a prayer point in your life to lift that person up because you don't know how that person's life will change just through simple prayer the bible says that the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man availeth much so that basically means there is power in prayer so you know whenever you remember Delhi Ali and people that you know, are going through things pray for them because it will make more of a difference than you know amen. so good amen thank you for amen, that guys and i hope you guys enjoyed this pod remember to uh to like subscribe to the the boys and god podcast uh, on the YouTube, make sure you are got your notifications on to the Spotify's, the Apple Music, everywhere you can hear this part, whether it's visual or audio. Make sure you've got your alerts on because we are dropping gems, people. We are <laughs> dropping gems on your heads, and we want to make sure you get some of it. You know, so thank you so much for joining, John, Kenji. It's a pleasure as always, guys. Thank you for listening one more time, and God bless you all. May you have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless guys.